0: Spawn on Me is the premier podcast spotlighting people of color. Every week, we talk news, what we've been playing, and tell you who's invited to the cookout. Our show is all about talking about gaming through a prism of blackness, because we are the culture. Welcome to Bukanko, y'all. What up, what up, what up, everybody? This is the Spawn on Me podcast with your host, Khalif Adams. I am Khalif Adams. I hope you all doing well. I hope you're having a fantastic week. I hope you had a fantastic holiday christmas kwanzaa kwanzaa is in its fourth day we're making it happen we're making things move we're making things go for 2021 into 2022 again thank you all for coming through on an early edition of the spawn on me podcast rocking with you here at twitch.tv slash spawn on me getting it in here on the planet of brocago that we call the mothership we're getting it in uh with all of you at home you know it's a little bit crowded and rugged in here. Uh, this is me trying to get things together for the next for the next year, getting things smoothed out and getting things together for all of the folks at home. Again, thank you if you are watching us live on Twitch right now, uh, everyone who is here, we're doing this a little bit earlier than usual um, on a different day because yesterday was Wednesday and I didn't know <laughs> because what is time and space? Who knows what that is at this point in this life. But I wanna say massive love and, and shout outs to Everyone who uh has repped the family uh, for this year. This show is going to be not a super long show. There isn't a lot of stuff to dig into in terms of news. It's the end of the year. All the studios are pretty much shut down for the year. All, everybody's kind of doing their thing, getting ready for 2022, moving in that direction, getting things ready for what that space is going to look like mentally, physically, emotionally. Everyone has had a wild 2021. It has not been great for a lot of different people, it's been pretty rough in terms of the way that things have moved but i think shows like this and episodes like this i always want to end out the year on a high note i always want to end the year out on uh, a space of giving thanks i always want to end out a year with uh, a shout out to all of you at home you know you're listening on every podcast platform that's out on the planet uh listening to us live on twitch walking with us on instagram rocking with us on TikTok rocking with us on YouTube, all those places are, you know, those are all fantastic avenues to get the content that we give to you every week here on spawn on me. And, and, and this show is about me being very grateful to all of you. I want to, I want to, I want to spend this episode um, the short episode, um, talking to all of you about just things that are on my mind, things that I'm hoping to see for the next year, some goals that I have uh, for the show and for, you know, continuing to push out what I hope is some of the best content on the planet. And and what I hope is one of the best podcasts on the planet doing what we do, which is something that no one else still is doing. I think we're still, you know, in a space where there have been a lot of folks kind of popping up and and that's been great. Again, I think that the energy that we bring to this table and bring to this industry is gonna be fantastic because this is not a one person job. You know, the ethos of what we do in this show, the North star of this show since its inception Almost nine years ago was to spotlight people of color. Was to spotlight underrepresented voices. Was to make sure that we're giving a space to folks who have not had a seat at the table, while building our own table, which I think is the most important part of all of this. And I think in 2022 we start to build our table a little bit bigger. We start to think a little bit broader. I think that we start to think about how we can collaborate with new folks, old folks, people. Uh, you know. Angles and and directions that we haven't seen before and haven't really played around in, you know, I'm I'm thinking a lot about, um, you know, what the future for this space kind of holds for me. I I know that, you know, this year has been ridiculous. It's been, you know, one of the wildest years in terms of visibility, uh, in terms of um, strategy, in terms of the way that I'm thinking about how this show can be something very special on this planet for the small amount of time that we are here and for the small amount of time that this show will be here. I try to think of, you know, in a, in a, in a world in which content is King in a world in which, you know, we're seeing so many different new ways for people to connect and seeing so many different ways that people are, you know, attracting themselves to not only what we're doing here, but what, what the industry is doing as a whole. I think there's some 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 spaces there to kind of you know play around in new in new areas that we haven't had a chance to play around in before. And I think that to me is the most exciting uh parts of all of this, right? And I think that's a thing that when I think of all of you as Workago residents, you should be excited too. I think that there, you know are you know the the space is always one in which, you know, we're always trying to figure out what's the new thing, what's the new shiny thing, what's the space that you know, nobody's really tackling in a way, um, and I have some thoughts about that. And I think that you know this episode is going to dig into a little bit of that, while also again giving love to everybody who's who's who spread love this year. Um, kind of recap a little bit of what it's been like. You know, you know, we always start the year when twenty twenty one came in. You know, again, we were in year one of COVID. COVID was still. You know, uh, you know, we're all trying to figure out like what we can do. To kind of combat this how we could all come together and try to figure out good ways to do it we're still in a really rough spot in terms of covid you know we just had some some news uh come out in the past 48 hours about over you know almost five hundred thousand new cases across the us um in a time when we would be hoping that that would be going down significantly and we see that that's not been the case you know we have been trying to be a good voice for what that could be in the video game space by telling people to go wash their hands wash their butt Go, go get tested, go wear your mask, you know, go get vaccinated. Um, And it feels like at least our, our audience and our community is doing their part. And I want to thank you for that. I think that that's important to take a moment to say thank you for everyone who has taken time to do that work, to go get vaccinated, to to go get tested, to go take care of loved ones, to make sure that you're feeling good mentally and physically, uh, to make sure that you're feeling that you're in a good spot to be able to do all this work. Um, and be your fullest selves in, in all the things that you're doing out on this planet. Um, I, I think about all of you often. I think about my community. I think about my audience. I think about the folks who are here doing that work. And I think, you know, again, I want to I thank all of you for, for keeping everyone else that you can safe uh, in this space. Um, but I want to go back a little bit earlier into the year. I think, you know. Uh, I wrote a list down of, of some of the accomplishments that have happened to and with Spawn on Me in the past year. In the past two years, it's been even more wild if you kind of expand that out and to think about what that's looked like. But this year alone, like, you know, uh, there was a thread that, that popped up on Twitter a little bit earlier to uh, earlier this week where people were kind of talking about, you know, uh, significant things um that have kind of, you know, moved them forward in terms of their journey. I've saw I've seen a lot of people, you know, industry friends and, and, and colleagues and peers who have been, you know, patting themselves on the back for the work that they've been doing. And they deserve that. Like, there have been a lot of great moves that have happened this year. And I think, you know, if you are in the content creation space, now is the perfect time to go back, dig through the annals of, of, of the work that you've done, go back and look at all the things that you've had a chance to accomplish this year and give yourself some love, like pat yourself on the back. It is not easy to make content, especially in a world that has been ravaged by COVID, especially in a world where we have lost so many different human beings in a, in a time in which we're continuing to try to figure out good ways to connect with other human beings. That's not on social media when that seems to be the easiest way to do it. And we know that social media is not a space where, you know, that energy that love energy is found to have a good space. It is a very negative space within social media. At this point, people are looking at every opportunity to look at something good, flip it into something bad, and then make that be the prevailing energy that we see. And I think, and hopefully the work that I get a chance to do alongside all of you is to combat that. I believe in love energy. I believe in the fact that we can, work together to find dope shit to do. I, I believe that we can find fantastic avenues to, to continue to break down these barriers that keep us apart and keep us separated through kindness, through uh, humility, through uh, the ability to speak truth, you know, the ability to understand that we're not all in the same boat, but we are all trying to get to the same destination makes me really excited at the fact that we're trying to do this work together as an audience and as a host as a community here at spawn on me and as people who give a shit and actually care about the world around them and and, and trying to put out good energy out into this to this world to this planet so you know that's pretty fantastic um one of the things that i want to go back and think about are like we had so many different wins this year and i want to kind of go over a couple of them because i think again that all is a reflection of all of you you know and first let me go down a quick list of people who i want to thank because i think for me that's that's kind of just like the foundation and it will go into some some very very particular wins of some stuff so i'm going to read off a couple of people's you know energies and stuff and, and share kind of kind of that stuff um first off i got to thank massive love to the fam over gamertag radio Danny Pena, uh, uh, Paris Lilly, you know, everybody on that side of the fence. um, They have held me down in a way that you cannot understand. There are people in this industry who are continuously trying to figure out ways to undermine the work that we are doing here. Um, And I say that honestly, I say that in a real way. Like we've had people within the industry, folks who look like us, folks who are our contemporaries, folks who are our peers, who have decided that Spawn on Me is not a a worthy place to, to, to kind of, you know, represent and, and, and a, and a worthy and me as a person who is not worthy of, you know, kind of having the spot that I have. And I've been trying to put roadblockers in my way in our way. And I think that that is, you know, where you lean on your friends and you go, and you look at people who are doing the work that you want to do and, and striving and, and continuing to push in a really fantastic way. And some of the first people I think of are Danny and, and, and Paris, like, you know, Danny has grown uh, exponentially in his, in his, in his, you know, purview in his reach, you know, him getting a job at G4 this year, uh, just feels fitting for a person who has done the work and who has paid their dues in so many different ways. Paris, we know the conversation about cooking on when it comes to Paris and all those things, um, but Paris had a monumental year getting to host two of the biggest shows for the Xbox brand on the planet is a huge deal. When you understand how few black men are in the space on camera working for video game brands as big as that, him having those two spots where he did those where he did that work with them, I think that moved the needle a little bit. I think everything that we do in this space, not just me, not just him, not just Danny, everything that happens in the space when I think of like folks like Insaga, I think of folks like X Mira I think of folks like Noir Network, I think of folks like Black Girl Gamers, I think of all the folks who are You know, all the folks are doing fantastic work overseas I think of all the folks in the dev community who have been doing a lot of fantastic work, who are people of color and who've been lifting each other up to do that kind of stuff. The indie media exchange has been killing it for years, headed by a black man. You know, all of those things have been in the space for a while and they're really only now just getting their due. So I have to sit back and thank them for holding me down during a fairly rough year like it's been really good but there's been some dips and those dips have not been fantastic but it's been those folks who have helped to lift me up in in fantastic ways i have to thank rihanna manuel as well who works over at g4 sis sis has been in my corner for god knows how long you know rocking with what's good what's good games doing all the work that she's done at g4 being one of the best people on the planet I gotta give love to her cause she's fantastic. And, and, and I'm so excited for you to see the work that we did with the Spawnies as, uh, and having her as my co-host. I think she is a huge bright star on this planet. And I cannot wait to see just how like wild it's gonna be for her, you know, when she continues to get, you know, the due that she deserves as well in the space. Um, I think, you know, uh, this is not only a, a, a me kind of thing, there are so many people who help touch the work that I get a chance to do every every week and, and throughout the years. I have to give massive love to everybody who's on the PR side of things, specifically folks. And I'm gonna miss some folks because we, I get to work with various amounts of and various levels of PR all the time. So it's, it's, it's all over the place. So I will be missing some folks, but some folks who have specifically kind of been You know, folks that not only have reached out behind the scenes, but in, you know, to, to help us get work done, but have always been homies and have been friends and have always been there to lend a good, a good ear when I feel like I'm losing my mind in this space. So, you know, Tinsley PR got to give them a massive amount of love. You know, Steph Tinsley is one of the boldest, most brilliant people in this space. She gets a lot of shit for speaking her mind, but she's usually not wrong. (laughs) She has paid her dues. She has busted ass, and She has made a huge impact, not only on this gaming industry, but on my life and the work that I get a chance to do with Spawn On Me. Tara Bruno is one of the best human beings on the planet. Tara and her PR staff are some of the most prolific, brilliant people. On and in this industry, if you are not messing with Tara Bruno PR, you are missing out on some of the best PR folks in this business. The folks from 47 have always been good to us. They've always looked out for us, even when we were not ready uh, to be in the, the kind of, you know, uh, spaces that we, that they kind of work in. They have always been kind to us and always been kind to me, especially about what, what that means stride PR got to give them a huge amount of love too. Cause they hit a whole bunch of different things out in the space and they always kill it. And our friends over at pop agenda uh, who are, are the homies like they continue to just be so kind with such a small team and they get so much good shit done. Um, I want to give them massive amounts of love uh, as well. Um, I think we've had some firsts as well here in 2021, um that I think are important to dig into NDPR shout out to Game Manuel in the chat uh, who says go NDPR. NDPR, they are on it. Like NDPR in terms of folks who are, you know, all those folks that we just talked about are not huge companies. They are small companies in terms of how many people are on their roster, but they have huge reach in terms of what this gaming space can be. Um and I'm just honored to 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 have them rock with me and 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 really, you know, give spawn on me a place to live. It is this small doesn't live without PR, you know, PR is, is, is one of the the most important layers of what we get a chance to do. Uh, so, so, so they, they have to definitely get love as well. Um, speaking about some of the firsts that we have to, to talk about for this year. Um, I think, you know, a lot of folks took a chance on me this year, It is, it is very rare. Again, when I bring up that conversation about Paris, it's very rare to see black folks in the forefront of, of an event. It is, it is very rare to see black people in a space in the gaming industry who are, you know, taking center stage and front and center, um, especially folks who have not been doing this all that long. Like, again, I've been in the industry for almost 12 years in, in the space of, you know, having a blog, then being a, a media personality with the, the the podcast now, you know, being, I hate the word influencer, but being in that kind of influencer space slash now having a nine to five job, you know, in the gaming industry, all of that time is because of people taking risks or chances on me. Um, and I think this year was very, very special in that respect. Um, I have to give, first of all, a huge shout out to Um, the folks from Twitch, Twitch has had a really weird year. Like they've not done everything that our community has asked for. There's been some huge holes in the way that things have worked. Um, and there's been some misses, but I do think on the other side of that, I know so many good people who work at that company who are amazingly thoughtful about what they want to put out into the world. There are lots of people who you will never see who are absolutely trying to do the right thing by communities of color, by marginalized folks, no matter what you'll hear from folks who are naysayers and people who are doomslayers and people who are, uh, folks who were, you know, consistently down on everything that happens on Twitch there are very, there, there are lots of people who are making that decision to try to figure out good ways to combat the the sides of the business that aren't really trying to help and look and look out for us in those ways. So I have to give Twitch a massive amount of love for continuing to um, lift us up in the work that I get a chance to do, you know, Podcasting on Twitch is, is not a very big thing. There's been a large conversation over years about how do we integrate podcasting into a platform that is mostly around games, mostly much younger than I am in the demographic of our audience while also being smart, nuanced, fun, and different. And it's been really, really hard to break through on Twitch when to be honest, I don't believe in making content for the sake of making content. I was never raised as a human being to talk for the sake of talking. It's the reason why we only have really one episode a week for the show that we do. We could split up our show into two separate episodes to kind of double down. And we may do that again. We did that for a little bit and had had some pretty good success in terms of numbers, in terms of downloads and all that kind of stuff. But with a world in which there are a billion podcasts, there are a billion different folks with different energies around what the internet can be and what it should be with the, 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 the industry itself becoming ever so more fussy than it ever has been. Some of it being worth it and some of it not, at least in my opinion, Twitch has done well by us to give us a spot where we don't stream a lot. We stream once a week. You know, maybe twice a week on average, that is not conducive to the way that the algorithms work on Twitch, but Twitch has figured out a way to, f- to connect with me, understand our brand, understand the importance of the conversations that we have, which I think are top tier conversations with everyone from, from indie developers to the heads of companies. And they have found ways to really give us a space to grow. Of course we've been thinking about what that looks like in terms of the future. You know, I still don't know what that means for our numbers here on Twitch. I know that being partnered on here has given us lots of different access to things that a lot of people don't have and potentially moving to another platform like YouTube is scary. It's extremely scary. There are benefits to that, but then we're in a whole other ocean that doesn't really have that kind of hands on touch that I have access to here at Twitch. That being said, um, I have to give them massive amounts of love. We had our, you know, we were in a billboard in Times Square twice this year, you know, with our friends over at Fairfax Studios with the head money and we did our money management, uh, you know, almost 12 hour stream that talked about black empowerment in in terms of money management and why that's important to black and brown communities. That's a place that Twitch gave us a space to be able to do that work. You know, Black History Month was huge for us being in a a, a massive billboard down in Times Square. It's a huge thing that as a a young cat from New York, you dream of being in Broadway. You dream of of being in Times Square and having a billboard with your face on it and the brand that you built uh, be there. And Twitch did that with us and did that for us. You know, that's a huge deal for why you may even know who the hell I am at this point, besides the work that I've done. So I have to give Twitch massive amounts of props for continuing to try to figure out ways to uplift our voice, find ways to connect with us, give me a space to have a sounding board for my ideas and to continue to find good ways to, 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 to lift up communities and, and creators of color. I think that that is a, a space that people don't give them props on and I wanna give them some love before the end of this year um speaking of other folks that have given us a a a a chance um i'm one of the i'm the first black host of the dice awards the dice awards are a huge indie indie industry event um it is probably what we really think of when we think of the oscars for the, the the gaming industry i think you know the 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 game awards is very very different in that way because it has more glitz and glam in that way but the Dice Awards is like the awards that, you know, if you think about the kind of most top tier ones that people really care about in the industry, it's the Game Awards and it's the Dice Awards. And getting a chance to co-host that with uh, um, Jessica Chobot and, and and Greg Miller and be the third host and the first black host of the of the of the Dice Awards is a huge deal. Like I will never, you know, downplay how big that is in terms of what my resume can be for for moving forward. And gave me an amazing amount of confidence to think of myself as a, as a person who can be an on air personality and a, and a host. Um, and I have to thank Megan, uh, over in that team for thinking of me and, and giving me a space to, to, to do that. Dean Takahashi, uh, over at VentureBeat gave me the ability to host games, beat uh, summit this year, uh, which was huge, uh, for that. I also hosted comic-con this year, uh, comic-con at home. I hosted that this year. Um, you know, got a chance to work with Konami for the first time, uh, with a charity stream. We raised almost $10,000 for, for charity, you know, to, 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 combat cancer. Um, and, and, you know, the, you know, fan bite, I have to give fan bite fam a huge amount of love because they not only believed in what spawn on me could be from a, um, a content perspective, like they believe in the content, which I think is paramount. It is very rare to see, um, you know, so many folks really give a crap about the content in a way that I know that they do. Um, and they and they really do, from a hearts, minds, and souls perspective, really understand what I'm trying to do, and I've found good ways to help push it. And I hope that we get a chance to continue to do more of that in the next couple of years while we're, while we're working with them. Um to, to broaden that conversation out. Cause I think if you're if you're looking at a outfit that is not usual traditional media in the way that we think of the giant bombs and the IGNs and the game spots, FanBite is is really pushing the envelope in a lot of different ways. And they haven't really gotten their due yet. I think Danielle Riendo, you know, being at the top of that on the editorial side, John Warren. Uh, being kind of the head of you know operations in a lot of different ways, those two folks are are absolutely brilliant and 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 really are you know people who talk it and walk it every day. Like I don't they 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 care about their they care about their teams, they care about the people they work with. They try to leverage as many avenues as they can for success for all of us as you know folks in their new in their very new podcast network and it's just been brilliant to work with them and have fun with them and and, and think about ideas that we can do and, and and all that kind of stuff um so massive love to my fanbite family i love y'all you made us financially solvent uh you gave us a space to think about what we can do from a a, a way in which you know removing a certain certain avenues off our plate to be able to think more about creation and less about how do we make money how do we just figure out ways to to, to to keep the lights on from that perspective and i think that that is a huge deal uh and i'm forever grateful for fanbite without fanbite this studio wouldn't be here um none of these things would be in this space at all um uh really quick just reading something from chat it's veritas says imran khan is dope as hell super smart and i've enjoyed what i've seen from fanbite like i'm sad that imran and i haven't done anything yet like we need to i would love for us to do something i think imran is Imran is one of the most dope people on the planet. Cause he's fucking whip smart. He really believes in the space in a way that it comes off kind of snarkily online, because that's just the, uh, the uh, kind of the vibe. And that's also kind of the vibe of a fan bite. But like watching Imran grow over the years, doing more on, on, on camera stuff, being in the trenches on the news team and like really digging and finding good stories to bring to the forefront. In an investigative way there are very few people who i think are doing that work in that way anymore i think of jeff grubb i think of patrick klepek um i think of 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 imran i think of a couple other folks but i think um like it's just so dope to see you know him continue to be a person that is moving the needle in terms of conversation in a much broader way but narrowly laser focused on getting it right. And I think in an industry where fast is better than good and fast is better than true, he continues to look at true and his nail true every time he's been trying to do his work. Um, So Imran is brilliant. Like I, I don't think Imran really gets the props that he deserves in this industry. I know he's young and he's still pushing through. Um, but I think he is still the future. He's like one of the future people in this industry who, when we think about this space moving forward, he will be at the top of those lists of people who you should be paying attention to his work ethic and how he does things because he's nailing it all the time. Um, so I love, I love him and and I love that. I love that fan by team. Um, lastly, I have to give in terms of like folks who have given us some, some, some love in a way that, you know, we haven't really had a chance to. To think about um, from a, a first perspective, I have to give a huge amount of love to, to, to the fam, Jeff Keeley. I think, you know, again, you know, when I think about what the Game Awards is trying to do in this space, now that I'm dipping my toe in the waters of what it's like to build out a award show, it is miraculous the amount of stuff that he gets a chance to do. And with the foresight and the ability to think about not only what the industry is trying to do from a presentation perspective, from a visibility perspective, from a, a space of giving ourselves this layer of, um, what's the word that I'm looking for, uh, stability in terms of like, yeah, we are an actual entity here. Like, yes, this, this industry makes a shit ton of money every year, but like we as an industry are forced to reckon with when it comes to entertainment, Jeff Keighley is, is at the top of the game when it comes to what that means from putting your money, um, where, where his mouth is. Right. And I think that that is, that is extremely important. Um, I don't want to glaze over what it means to be a global gaming citizen and one of the, fr- the future class, the inaugural future class for the game awards. I think a lot of people will poo poo all that kind of stuff. And they'll be like, Oh, well, you know, that's just like a thing for clout X, Y, Z and, and all that kind of stuff. But it is really, when you think about what has happened for spawn on me in the past couple of years. And for me in particular, we started this show on our individual kitchen tables, me and Cicero home. Shout out to Cicero. Um, me in Brooklyn at my kitchen table, you know, right across from my kitchen stove where my wife would be making dinner and I'd be trying to get a, a podcast in before the end of the night, him in Chicago, you know, coming home from his nine to five job, being tired of shit, trying to figure out good times to deal with my ass being like, come on, fam, we got to go. Um, and him jumping on and, and, and making sure that we built what Burkago is today. Um, I'm forever, thank, forever thankful to him and to, and to re for being a part of that initial part of the journey. Um, but I think back to what that means moving forward into 2021, where, you know, our show, my face was in front of, you know, per Jeff Keely's numbers, 80 plus million people, it was for a minute and a half but it was in front of 80 plus million people. You really don't understand the gravity of what that means. And especially, and this is the reason why I want to give him props because the, the spot and not this <laughs> one, the game awards is Jeff Keighley's baby. He takes a year plus to, to, to strategize that show, to build that show out to what it's going to be so that we all at home get a chance to enjoy video games for an evening. Our show is not an easy show. We talk about hard things on this, on this podcast. We talk about stuff that usually removes opportunities from you. You know, people don't want to hear about blackness. You don't want to hear about race relations. You don't want to hear about, you know, social justice and how video games can be an integral part of that conversation and Every week we get a chance to do that alongside you and everybody else who's listening on the podcast version of the show and really dig into stuff that other, other folks are afraid to talk about are podcasts that don't touch this stuff at all, that are huge, that get millions of views, tens of thousands of downloads every week. And they are doing that and they've been doing that. And I would say some of those shows are not as good as this show. I will say that I will stamp that. I'll stamp that flag and plant that flag. There's a lot of shows that are scared to do the work that we do, that get massive, massive, massive audiences because it's easy to do that work. I could do that show and it would be easy to do that show. But what we get a chance to do on this platform is we get to bring conversations that no one has heard before through a prism of blackness, through a prism of that conversation that no one else gets a chance to hear, and I'm. Really grateful for Jeff to have seen that and decided that he knew he was going to get backlash for throwing up a Black Lives Matter edit. He knew he was going to get shit for sharing a show with the black man's face on the screen in front of that many people and did it anyway. Like, it's again the people who are the naysayers and the people who would give him shit for doing that work. Those are assholes. We don't want to deal with them because they're everywhere. But when you have a platform that big and you are the decider of everything that goes in that show, and to have me there, to have dear dear there, to have Anissa there, all people from marginalized spaces be at the forefront of that global gaming community. Uh, I'm sorry, global gaming citizen segment is a huge deal. And that has elevated my ability to do a whole bunch of stuff that's elevated our show into a new platform that we're hoping will at some point you know, bear fruit in terms of the numbers that come to the show. But it's important to give people props who are willing to step out and do the work on a platform that huge and say out loud that they want this to be a space that they rock with and a space that they want to do work with a space that they want to uplift and give us a, give a platform to across uh, the planet. So uh, we got to talk about that stuff. Um, TDH also shares in the chat, uh, how we were POG champ for the day. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you very much, TDH. That's, that's another, another feather in our cap for, for that year. Again, on a platform that gets 13 to 15 million views per day, our face our emote was the was the face for for Twitch for that day for for a global emote. It's a huge accomplishment for this year. And I just don't think that people understand just how monumental that is for a very small show in 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 which we have. So um there are a couple other things that popped up throughout the year, you know, some of those things we'll, we'll dig into, you know, later on, but again, those I think those were the kind of biggest major oh we were on the olympics too on twitch like we did the olympics thing on twitch uh which was which was nuts and wild like again we get put into really good spots with with the folks that we're with and i think that that's really important um there are very some uh very specific folks that i want to give uh really quickly some some love to again andrew kuhar who you may not know uh but is a is a a huge 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 um you know, part of what has made 2021 very, very special for me. It is, it is rare to have someone from the community step up and say, I really appreciate what you do. I'm going to spend some of my own off time to help you build your dream. Um, and he has been an amazing friend. He's been an amazing person to get to know. Um, he has helped to create the spawnies.com. He did that all on his own, you know, coded it, made it look sexy, you know, in time for, you know, the game awards spent his, you know, you know, his off time making a thing for me and for our show and for our audience. And that's huge. I can't code for shit. <laughs> you ask me to build a website, I'm like Squarespace is helping to do, and I'm like that's the only way I'm going to get a site out of my brain into the into the internet. And he coded it all by hand, and it looks gorgeous. and And hopefully, we'll get a, a, a we'll find a way for him to redesign uh, spontamee.com in the future. But I have to give a massive amount of love to um, Andrew Kuhar, who has been a huge part of this year's growth and success. Um, and, and just been a really nice human being to interact with and interface with and, and has really given his heart and soul to Bricago in a way that you don't have an expectation for, because that would have cost us tens of thousands of dollars for the work that he did and knocked it out of the park and made it look gorgeous and beautiful because he's a fan of the show and believes in the message that we put out. Um, everyone who has been involved in the Spani so far lots of different folks that are in there you saw a lot of them in the the teaser trailer we have even more folks coming into the space uh movement digital is going to be helping us do a whole bunch of work they have a couple of uh, projects that we're working on uh they're going to be rocking with us um you know we have all the folks that you saw in the teaser trailer and a couple other folks that we're trying to to pull into the fold um we may actually have some sponsors as well you know again sponsor the swanies hit me up we have a couple of tiers we can get that work done um, but uh, but uh, but there have been some brands that rock with us in a, in a big way too. Uh, you know, PlayStation has really gotten behind us, and we've gotten you know more close with them this year. Uh, kind of funny are my family. I love them. They are brilliant. They they continue to push this space forward. I'm so excited for them um, in and, and their new studio that they're building. It's going to be wild for what I'm hearing. It's going to be fucking ridiculous. And I'm hoping to be a part of that in any form or fashion and any way that we can there cloud nine uh has really embraced spawn on me has really embraced me as a host giving me a chance to co-host with 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 greg greg miller and alana pierce for presence of mind which was one of the f- most fun projects i've gotten a chance to do around mental health and and, and kind of lifting up that message that's extremely important there um team liquid also again one of the first and only brands to really uh, uh, apparel brands to first initially kind of come to us and say, Hey, we want to do something with you. We believe in your message. We think it's fantastic. Let's do something cool. I would love to do more stuff with team liquid and cloud nine in, in 2022. I would love to do that. My family at Intel, continuing to build out some of the best technology on the planet. I miss you all a bunch Uh, you've always been in my corner when it comes to doing this work and you continue to kind of lift me up in the ways that you can. Would really love to do some work with you all in that space. Um, G4, uh, uh, the the Reebok sneaker deal, we did that a couple years ago. That was always super, super cool uh, to be able to rock with them. G4, just as a company, you know, one of the things that I tried to get done with the Spawnies this year was to pitch the Spawnies to G4 this year. Um, One of the hopes was that we were going to be able to get it done um, for 2022 and do, and have the spawnies live and, and be broadcast on G4. Sadly, um, that didn't, that deal didn't get done, but I, I the thing that I, I came away from that with was a, just a huge amount of respect for everybody on that team. I am, I am not Issa Ray. I am not, you know, 100 thieves. I am not a huge entity in this space. But they, but they, they listened to me, they let me pitch them and they, and they gave me a space to feel like I was as big as those other folks when bringing my project to them. And that was huge. Like, that's a big deal. That's not a thing that I look at lightly, even though we didn't get it done. And we have like, again, we have like a fantastic um, relationship because I know so many folks that work there plus getting a chance to meet, you know, I, I know the, 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 you know, the, the co-founders of it now because I've known them in the industry for a long time and seeing a lot of people who are, who are in that space, but they didn't laugh at me when I came into the space with a, with an idea and said, I have this really black show that I want to do this really black and brown show. No one has ever done this before. And they took me seriously and they didn't laugh at me. And he didn't say, this is stupid, why would we ever do this? And I think that there'll be a space that we could potentially do that work in 2022 with Spawny's, you know, version 2.0. Um, so if anybody from that team is listening, I want to give you my sincere thank yous for, you know, giving me the ability to, to get into the room. I think that is a, a thing that a lot of people don't understand in this industry is like, a lot of times you don't even get in the room. A lot of times you don't even get into the space to even make the idea known of something that you want to do, especially for a show that's come together in about seven months. Like I didn't get a chance to do this in a year because that's not the way I do things. Sometimes I'm like, I have an idea. Let's move on it. Let's do it. And then I will gather resources and push people and try to get people and try to move people in a direction. And, and, And a lot of times because of people being so kind and believing in what we do and understanding that it has worth, they will rock with it. Um, So I am like deeply indebted and and thankful for the folks at G4 for understanding that this may potentially have legs and understanding that it has worth um, and, and giving me a chance to pitch them in that way. Um, And lastly, from the kind of brand perspective, I have to give a huge thank you to my friends over at Xbox, you know, Phil Spencer, Aaron Greenberg, Jeff Rubenstein, you know, Stein who, who's working uh, over there, Kyle, all those folks who are doing everything on social, for helping to roast me in the best way possible, while also getting a chance to, you know, elevate the spawn on me brand and my, and me in a different way that, you know, I'm still getting shit for Kyle can't cook, but it's all in love and it's all in, in 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 good spaces. Like I think the folks from Xbox really do understand and get it, and I think that they really do understand the work that I have in the space. And the and, and the worth that I have in this industry and what the conversations are here. They are constantly we're having constant conversations about can I get that guest, can I get that person from the show, you know, can I get the folks like we we just got the the, the Microsoft Surface laptop, you know, laptop in that was a, a direct ask from them to talk about like what does technology mean for gaming in this space that we all touch very often in the laptop space, especially one in which you know black and brown folks index highly. You know, a lot of folks don't have PCs, but they'll get a laptop. How do we talk about what laptop gaming looks like for the future in black and brown spaces? Like we get a chance to do that work because they sent over actual gear and I'm working on getting that video together and and talking about that on an upcoming show. So I have to give them massive props for continuing to to work with us here. I think I was the first, you know, host, uh, co-host on that show on the Xbox podcast this year too. So massive shout out to Jeff Rubenstein and Major Nelson for bringing me on, for doing that stuff. And and it's just so, so cool to, again, like think back about all the things that have happened this year. Um, and again, I think the the most important person to thank is all of you at home. Again, all of you at home are making my dreams come true with this work. You don't understand how this has been the most monumental set of almost a decade because all of you at home give a shit. All of you at home are smart and want to hear good conversations. All of you want to hear nuanced conversations about stuff that in the industry, people beef all the time. And I don't necessarily see eye to eye with everybody in the industry, within the industry. They oftentimes don't see eye to eye with me on a lot of stuff that I talk about here on the show. But I do get those DMs from time to time from developers and from other folks when you see the snarky posts from, from other outlets and you see those kind of like over the top things. And they're like, Khalif, thank you very much for bringing a nuanced perspective to this for thinking about it in a way that is not only dev centric, but kind and thoughtful. Um, and, and, and that stuff means the world to me because that's what I want this to be. I want this to be smart. The industry doesn't run on smart content. <laughs> the industry runs on the fastest, dumbest shit that you can do possible. You know, people walking on crates, crate challenge took up four or five cycles of the internet for what that means. It's cool. It's awesome. But it's also like, again, what does that do? Like, does that push the needle forward? Sure. It gives people a moment of, of reprieve and, and we all need that in this space right now, but I want to leave a legacy of smart work here. Um, and I think that I get a chance to do that every week. Um, and hopefully you will all continue to rock with it, share it out. And and if you feel like it's worth it, continue to share the show out, um, getting some love in the chat. Thank you very much, Glenn. I appreciate you for that. Um, that being said, um, there's a couple things that I want to see happen in the gaming industry for 2022. Um, a couple things that I've been thinking about in a, in a bigger, a bigger way. Um, and, and, and I want to share some of those with you really quickly. Um, I want there to be less industry sniping the industry right now. And this is a thing that is a content creator who is maneuvering and managing all these different energies all the time. Anyone who has been doing content creation for a long period of time, you know, you have dips in your energy where you're just like, I don't want to do this anymore. It's not fun. And the gaming industry, in a, in, a, in a in a lot of different ways, has become less fun. It's less fun to see industry peers sniping at each other. It's less fun to see everyone mad at everything at the highest level of mad all the time. It's hard to see and get your energy up to make content when you see people doing the the the, the side talk and and subtweeting people. And people giving each other shit for no reason and people tearing other people uh, uh other people down who should be lifting each other up. I'm hoping to see less of that in, in in 2022. I think it is it is had it is having a negative effect on my life as a person who wants to do this work and continue to do this work, and it's shortening my lifespan in terms of what Spawn on Me needs to be in the future. Like I'm not gonna have a heel turn, I'm not gonna pull some weird Colin Moriarty move be like I'm going to turn into that person who's going to shit on everybody in the industry and talk about how no one cares about my work even though I'm paid out the ass from from all the people who have done it. I'm not going to do that. But it makes me think a lot about the content that I do and it makes me feel more like I've enjoyed not like not always aligning with the energy of the day. Like it's felt way more rewarding to just be exactly who I am and share the thoughts that I have about all the things. Cause it's not like you wind up making content for your peers, but you kind of do. Like I I am not above wanting to be liked. I'm not above wanting my content to be liked because having your content liked is a way that it gets pushed out through, you know, friends and, and other people. But I've found that, The most rewarding stories and the most rewarding episodes that I've done this year have been those moments when I've seen the industry kind of say a thing really quickly, not give a shit about any of the people that are involved or look at it from a nuanced perspective and everyone just rushes for that to be the prevailing energy and the prevailing story. When I'm just like, there's other angles to this if you just try to look at it from a multiple angled, reasonable perspective. And I feel like some of those shows have been some of my favorite shows to to have done this year. Like the conversation around Six Days in Fallujah, I think that was one of my favorite episodes. The conversation that we did with the um, Gamers Outreach uh, uh, hotline, that was one of my favorite episodes. We had so many great conversations with people in the industry too that have just been so brilliant. I want to continue to not, feel like I am being pigeonholed by the energy in the room. And it's weird because people will be like, well, Kai, you just, you do whatever you want. And it's your show, but it, we're all trading energy. We're all trading visibility. We're all trying to keep ourselves out of being out of bad graces with other people. Because again, this is a very small industry People will blackball you and you never know. People talk shit about you and keep you from opportunities. People will do things behind your back and keep you in this real narrow space where you lose access for stuff and you lose the ability to get what you need to get the, uh, to, to help the people you want to help the most, because whatever energy people have about you, people don't deal with that. And people aren't ready to have those conversations directly with you. Because to be honest, the industry has a lot of chicken shit people in it. There's a lot of energy in this industry where people will find and, and run with friend narratives and, and narratives about you or energy that they seen because of, of a conversation you had online and they will make decisions that impede you from doing the work that you need to do because they are chicken shit and won't ask you. Because people won't ask you your side of the story because people won't ask you about what is true because asking what is true takes energy and it takes space and it takes work because that's what human beings who are trying to be dope would actually do. If you really cared about the health and wealth of this industry, A lot of the side talk bullshit that people do in this industry wouldn't happen. People would roll up on you straight up and be like, yo, Kai, I heard this thing about you. Yo, is that true? And I'd be like, nah, that's bullshit. Yo, let's talk about it. Let's chop it up and talk about all the circumstances around the thing. And if you wind up coming to a a, a space where you're like, all right, cool. You rock. I'm not going to rock with you. I'm going to do something with somebody else. I am totally fine with that. I'm not out here being fake. Anybody who has ever seen me rock understands I am very honest about my motives, very honest about how I move, very honest about what this space should give me and what I should be able to take from it. Anybody who's out there right now, who's out there thinking about being a content creator in this video game space, there are mad people out here who are shady as fuck. Mad people who believe that they're doing good work, who get lifted up in some of the highest positions In this industry, folks who look like me, folks who are supposed to be for diversity and inclusion are some of the biggest gatekeepers in this industry. Because they can't get out of their own way, because they're all because a lot of them are emotionally stunted Uh, because a lot of them need therapy. Because a lot of them won't take the time to go get audited because their friends are sniffing their own asses. There's a lot of people in this industry who do that work. A lot of people who stand people who shouldn't get stand because they are people who are supposed to be kind of at the forefront of a conversation. I have never said that I'm at the forefront of a conversation. I fully believe that everybody in this industry has a role in whatever role you decide to pick and whatever role and whatever lane you decide to roll in. If it's for the greater good it's for the greater good. I believe that I believe we're all trying to push towards making the space better for black and brown folks, for for marginalized folks, for Latinx folks, for LGBTQIA plus folks, for marginalized people in this space. But there are a lot of people in this conversation who are consistently the first ones to be like, I don't want to be out here when everybody's talking about the bad shit that happens in my community will be the first ones roll up in an article and be like, pick me, pick me. Let's talk about how dirty it is while I'm also putting myself out there talking about I hate the trauma of porn that's in the black community. I will try to figure out ways to use every avenue to get into a space to help all of us move forward. If you roll up on me, I will ask you and I will tell you the truth. I am an open book. I have nothing to hide. I'm mad honest. I'm way too honest than a lot of people would would, would want me to be. And if you ask me a question, I'll give you a straight answer because I have nothing to hide. And I've been doing this too long to give a shit about that energy. I will move around people and I will move over people and through people to get what I need to get done in the small window that I have in this industry. I look at this industry like I am playing in the fucking NBA on a 10 day contract. Every week through the blessings that you all give me and through the energy that you all spend here with me on, on, on this podcast, that is how I move. That is my 10 day contract. That is me getting resigned. Every week is when people show up to a stream. When people hit that subscribe button, when people play that button for a listen, that's how I get my 10 day. And there's a lot of people out here who are maneuvering in ways that are just whack because they really don't understand that this industry is a short window. Especially if you're doing it on this side of the fence, there are some great people in the chat right now who are building their legacy right now. They are becoming game developers. They are becoming media folks. They are becoming those people who are doing that work. But I look at this industry in a very short way and I'm trying to maximize the time that I have in this space before I dip out, at least of this version of it. My nine to five job stuff, I'm trying to continue to build on those things and figure out good angles to, to be relevant to so that. When people are fussing about, oh, Twitch was mean to me or Twitch didn't do what they needed to do for me. I'm like, well, like I said earlier this year, again, the platform is not perfect. Are you gonna pay people to get your ass beat? I'm not paying people to beat my ass. No platform is worth staying on If you are the one who is not seeing the benefit from it. So that means you have to learn how to see the benefit, find the angles to get that work done and do the work. And if you're not doing the work, I don't have time for it. I want to build with people who are trying to make moves. I want to build with people in this industry who are looking past the trauma. I want to build in this industry with people who are trying to make something for their family, for their community. And for all of us so that when we look at this industry, we don't have to go back another 10 years and be like, I never saw us in any of these things. I never saw us play in these spaces. I never saw us doing that work. In the same way that there's no excuse now for people to be racist and not understand their privileges is the same way in which we in this industry now have no excuse to not uplift our own. There was a beautiful, beautiful fund that we used to run when I was back home in New York and, and I was working my union job. Uh, it was, it was a, a fund that we all put together for the union, uh, for the union workers. And it was called the WOOF Fund, W-H-O-O-F. And it was called the We Help Our Own Fund. That's the way I think of this industry. Yes, we collaborate with people who are not inside of our circles, because I think that that is necessary. On that same fr- on that same angle, we need to be looking out for each other. We need to be not lick- uh, tearing each other down. We need to be making sure that we're paying attention to people who are talking a bunch of shit and people who are actually doing shit. I want to be one of the people who is doing shit. You may never see the work that happens, but it's getting done. That's what I care about. I don't need to be out here with... 400,000 followers. I want 400,000 followers. That'd be dope. But with my small platform here on this, on this channel, here on Twitch and all the other places that it resides, I want to figure out good ways to work with dope people. And I want to figure out ways that we stop having these conversations about everything that's wrong with everything in the world. Yes, you have to bring that stuff up. Yes, you have to touch that stuff. But after all that stuff is said and done, what the fuck are you going to do? I say this at least every six months, what are you going to do? We already know what the problems are. What are you doing? So it makes me excited about people who are doing stuff like There was a fantastic, uh, spaces conversation that was held by Ex Mira Mira. Uh, and she talked about, uh, and this happened a couple of days ago. This, and she was talking about sponsorships in the, in the video game space, a lot of insightful stuff. Mira is fantastic. She's a brilliant creator. She continues to make so many dope things happen. Excuse me, the folks over at Black Girl Gamers, the folks over at InSaga, the, you know, all those folks continue to do really great work. I wanna work with them. I wanna find out ways to collaborate. I wanna do cool stuff with them. You know, Mirren in the chat says collaborate with Intelligame. I love Josh, Josh is, is brilliant. I wanna do more stuff with him. I wanna do more stuff with, 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 with GI, with, with Gaming Illuminati. You know, uh, Nomad and Ethos are in the chat today. Brilliant brothers who are who are continuing to do stuff. We met years ago at a Paragon event, and they've been homies ever since. Seeing the, seeing the fan, the Black Hokage, like I, that's a, when I think about people who I have to think really quickly, I have to give another set of love to the Black Hokage. He really doesn't understand how much he has meant to my own growth in this space, because the thing that I love that he consistently says is like, keep these goofy motherfuckers out your space. Keep that energy away from me. And it's, and he's like, yo, like GI versus everybody. I understand why (laughs) I get it. Now I understand this year has taught me a lot about people who to stay away from and who to align with. Cause people will beef about conversations that have nothing to do with you as a human being, but they will subscribe things to you and they will prescribe things to you. So I think, you know, it's, 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 it's a wild time in that space. So I have to give black Okage, you know, a, a, a huge thank you because seeing how he moves, seeing how he has stayed out of trouble because he minds his fucking business has been beautiful. Seeing the messaging about like what it takes to be, you know, active in this space, to have longevity in this space, the way that he has changed his brand multiple times to continue to be successful. And now is a host at G4, that is monumental stuff. People need to give him way more props than, than, than they have been giving him because he is navigating lots of sharks out here and he's been doing it for a long time and he has been manifesting pushing out good stuff being his fullest self and that has been dope that has given me mad things to think about over the past year so i gotta give black okage some love on on that fence that was one point (laughs) a couple other things i want to say more transparency between creators about uh, of color about how they can grow together I kind of touched on that a little bit with the thing with the conversation about the spaces, you know, seeing Sharpie in that room, uh, having that conversation, Ex Mira Mira, the family, Aaron, Ashley, Simon, Ali, Ali, Kat, Ali, so Kat, uh, being in that space, talking about how they can do that stuff. It made me want to also talk about those things in public and, 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 and share some of the things that I've learned uh, over the past, you know, eight years. Uh, to hopefully, you know, extend some of those learnings to all of you at home and other people who are thinking about that stuff too. I think it's always good to have multiple angles and conversations about, you know, how that stuff works and how you can learn from all that stuff. I think a I think a thing that we don't do well in our community is we don't share externally. We share amongst our own very small circles, But we don't really share uh, uh, largely against the group, which I think is a thing that I would like to kind of tackle in 2022. Um, I think that's important because I think there's a lot of people who understand what success should look like based on a lot of the bigger creators that we see. But even if I were to say, look at what I've been able to do in a small amount of time that I've been able to do it, we've been doing some good work here and it's been lucrative. And I think that that's the thing that is more important. I think a lot of people are like, oh, well you get cool shit. I'm like, no, we making money too, which is important. I think, again, that talks about, we go back to Kwanzaa shit, <laughs> talk about uh, uh, you know pooling money and pooling assets, talking about diversifying your, your portfolio, talking about ways that you can grow financially, talk about ways that you can build across your own circles and into other spaces that are non endemic spaces to bring that conversation forward about what gaming can be for our community. That's important. And I don't think there's a lot of people who are saying that because they're kind of afraid to be like, well, here's what I made this year. Here's what I did this year. Here's what it caught. Like, here's what it cost to do the spawnies this year. It was not cheap to do the spawnies this year. And that all came out of spawn on me money. Right? We all talk about getting the bag, but nobody wants to tell what the bags are. Because I think once you tell what the bags are, then people can have that conversation about like, what should you be, what should your rates look like? How do you leverage if you're not a huge um, content creator, but you have figured out a way to understand your brand in a good way? How do you figure out good ways to talk to people who are not within your space about what that looks like? I will forever be thankful to John Brents who works over at Twitch for sitting me down during one of those Twitch creator camps and teaching me what my brand was supposed to be and teaching me how to talk about my brand. It's a huge thing we have to figure out a way to do that. Um, Another thing I'm really excited for for 2022, I wanna see the technological leap within next-gen gaming. I think the things that we've seen in the past two to three months with the Matrix online, with the Matrix uh, experience, Unreal Engine 5, all of those things, Has blown my mind in terms of the way that i think about what we should be experiencing moving forward in games just from a visual standpoint yes all the things that are under the under the under the the hood are really important i think that again the how do we build bigger more dynamic spaces all that kind of stuff is there but i think we're really at the precipice of like even digging into and touching the uncanny valley in a way that i think is going to be something we didn't expect before. And I think the fact that some of that technology is gonna be easily used, not only within the gaming space, but something that I'm trying to do within the virtual production space, that's gonna change the way that Brocago moves forward and the stuff that we get a chance to do. And me even thinking about what that looks like from that perspective. So that's the thing I I wanna broker. Uh, I wanna broaden the connection between uh, black culture and games. I think that that's a thing that again, all of us can do. It is the biggest hole in what we see in lots of different aspects of what this gaming industry does. There is no, there's nothing that moves on this planet that doesn't start. Uh, uh, there's nothing that's hot on this planet that doesn't start from a layer of blackness. It just doesn't, I'm anybody wanna fight me on that? I'll take you outside, I'll rough you up, let's do it. I just don't believe that. I think that that's a space that we also have to recognize and the industry has to understand. A lot of the space that comes from anything hot comes from from marginalized spaces. It just does Um, also really quickly because I just thought about it. I have to also think in terms of folks from um, Xbox, Sarah Bond, Sarah Bond has been a huge um, inspiration in in, in my, in my journey in this space. She is brilliant and I I have to give her props before I forget about it. Um, The last thing I want to get into in terms of like things I want to see for 2022, these aren't even just goals. These are like things I want to see for the industry, it is time that we have seen. It, it is it is time that we have seen a black woman at a legacy gaming site on camera. There is no excuse now at this point for why we haven't seen adult black woman, brown skin, dark skin black woman working at IGN, at GameSpot, at one of these larger sites and be on camera talent. That is an unreasonable thing that we have not seen yet. And it needs to happen. Somebody clip that because I'm sharing it when I do. That is a thing that we should see. It is way overdue that we have not seen a black woman doing that work right yet. It is a wild thing that we haven't seen not one. There are so many dope black women who are kicking ass in this space, who deserve a slot, who deserve a space to be able to do that work and are brilliant. I see it happen so much in the social media space, in the entertainment space, when it comes to movies and music, there's no reason on the planet why we shouldn't have someone who looks like us, who's a black woman do that for games. There's no reason. Sports, sports is happening often. Monica McNutt, you know, there's a lot of, You know, that's one of the top top of my head, I think of all the time Um, uh, uh, the sister Nicole, uh, I forgot her name, but there's like a bunch of people who are doing that on the black on the on the side of the sports side. We see them on ESPN all the time. You know, we see them there all the time. We don't see any of them in the games in the gaming space. the The closest we have so far is is Erin Ashley Simon, and I love her. She's brilliant. She's she's the future of all of this shit in a huge way. But I don't see any of them at legacy sites. None of them. It's never been one on IGN, never one on GameSpot, not one on Polygon. The closest we have was Tyler, Uh, not Tyler, uh, Taylor. That's the closest we have, And she never, she was never on camera. I want to see them in editorial. I want to see them in, in front of camera. I want to see them on coverage, doing the stuff, talking to developers, doing that work and having that stuff be out there in the, in the forefront, because there's no reason why we should, that, that that we've waited this long to see it when there are too many talented people out there doing that work. So those are a couple of things that, I'm, that I've been thinking about that have been on my mind in terms of what that looks like. And I think moving forward into 2022, that's a question I'm going to start asking people when you are a guest on their, sh- on, on our show. And I think, I've been thinking about this a lot and I don't think there's been a lot of space for it yet where I, I, I'm I hoping that when I broach the opportunity to have more guests on the show, I want to ask the question of not only just like, what are you doing? You know, what's that kind of stuff? But like, what are you thinking about? What's on your mind? I'm hoping that we'll have more um transparent conversations where you get a chance to not only... Hear people talk about what they do and why they do it, but like who they are as human beings. I'm going to ask that question more often. And I think it's important to do so of like, you know, what are you thinking about? What's on your mind? It doesn't have to be about games, it can be anything. I want to hear those stories too. And I feel like that'll be a good place to be able to figure out, you know, what to do here uh, on Swanami uh, moving forward uh, with all that kind of stuff. Of course, there are a couple of, of like, for real, like, you know, I'm writing my goal list. I was writing my goal list today. Um, of course, we want to double numbers on our on our socials and stuff. We want to figure out good ways to connect more with you in the audience. And and when we have those opportunities to do cool brands, brand related stuff, you know, have you all, you know, come to the forefront and, 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 and be a part of that and, you know, and, and, and work with us in that way and, and lift us up in that way. We have some cool things that are coming in the beginning of 2022. That, that haven't been announced yet but the ink is is hopefully uh, the ink is drying uh, very very quickly on on a lot of that stuff nailing down some really cool different opportunities that we haven't had a chance to do and some stuff that will break some ground in a, in a new way um and I'm already and I've already written at least half of my guest list of people who I want to get on the show and I think even me just ending it out it was already at like 40 people already and that's already that's like it's like 52 weeks in a year that's so many people in that space if you if you missed all the conversations that happened on twitter a couple days ago you know i gave some love to 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 aoc aoc followed the the the, the fam trying to figure out how to nail that conversation down i'd love to get jeff keely on the show to talk about the game awards because i think there's a a great conversation there uh gary vandertruck who i who i think you know saved my want to continue to do this show uh, in, a, in a big way, is there. Dr. Luper, I think is an interesting conversation to have with him about the work that he's been doing over the, over the years. The Fama Ama who's been doing so many good things, you know uh, 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 in, in the space for so long. Like there are so many good people. I want to get Ed Boone on the show finally because we got a chance to talk to him at the, at the Dice Awards and I gave him an award uh, for best Video game for Best Fighting Game uh, this past year. And then we've got to shoot for the stars too. Like, again, I think there's no reason why the BX can't come together and get AOC and Jesus and, and Mero on the show. I'd love to get Jesus and Mero on the show. I think it would be a fire show to be able to have. Um, and then there's a whole bunch of other folks throughout the industry who I think are just going to be brilliant. And a lot of different games, um, that are, that are going to be fantastic to kind of dig into, um, over 2022. Um, I said, this was going to be a short show. I'm a liar. It was like an hour and a half show. <laughs> um, But I want to, I want to end out by saying again, you know, thank you to everyone who has been in the chat. We don't get a lot of viewers on our, on our, on our channel. I understand the reasons why you have to be consistent. You have to go live a lot to be able to do that work. We have about almost 50 people in the show now. And I think that's probably due because we started the show a lot earlier in the day, catching a lot of East coast folks. Um, but. I really do want to say again thank you to every one of you who has listened to me rant for an hour and a half about things that I feel are important. Um, people who continue to to send good energy my way on on social media and everywhere else. Um, I have to give a huge thank you to my wife who has consistently and constantly been the driving force behind this show, um, and, and who has continued to 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 hear me have these off the wall wild ass uh, asks of her time and our space and has been like, you look, this is doing good for the world. I had some great DMS today from people who were shared, you know, kind words with me today. And I want to thank you and tip my hat to you as well. Uh, cause that stuff is always, um, very, very heartwarming. Again, I always am trying to think about, is this show having an impact on the world? And when it stops doing that, that's when it's time to pack it up. Um, But I feel like we're still doing that work and we're still bringing up uh, interesting layers of conversation for, for what this, for what this small podcast can do while we try to become a big podcast. Um, So before we get up out of here, I want to say again, thank you to everyone who's listened for all of 2021 and all the years leading up to this year. I hope that you all find some time to share out, you know, more of what we're doing in this space across your friends and your family uh thank you so much for for being a part of this journey uh it is it has been something that has been you know one of the most you know um worthwhile efforts and projects that i did not give up on and have continued to not give up on uh and it is bearing wonderful fruit that comes in the form of all of you wonderful people out there uh, in the, on the planet all of the good energy that you bring and, and, and all the good stuff that we get a chance to do together in this small space. So uh, I would say thank you to all of you. Have a wonderful night. Uh, if you're in the chat here on Twitch, I'm going to spend a couple minutes and just chat with all of you because you all you all came through and hung out. Uh, we'll listen to some music and vibe out for a little bit. If you're listening to the, the audio version of the show, again, thank you so much. Please leave a five-star review here and on Spotify. You can now leave uh, reviews on Spotify as well. We're going to continue to try to get bigger on YouTube, try to get bigger on TikTok, try to get bigger on IG, Twitch, and the podcasting space. And we only do that through the wonderful work uh, of you giving me your ears for an hour every week. So much love to you all. Hope you all stay very, very safe. Until then, we say much love to you. Wash your hands, wash your butt. Paris still can't cook. And we up out of here. Much love. Peace.